can change. All right, here we are back week two with a little bit of a name change. So we went from simplified fitness, simplified science. At one point it was human performance. Yeah, we're all over the place. You know, we can't make up our mind. We're, you know, we're just figuring it out. But here we are with Fit Mass Collective, set in stone and permanent. This kind of stone right here. Speaking of new stuff, we're in a different place. This is a brand new studio. It is. We're looking a little more professional, you know, just week two. Imagine by week 10, what the hell we're going to be doing. Yeah, we're going to be on holograms and everything. <laughs> we're going to be right there with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still haven't figured out where to look. Okay, here we go. We got a camera in front of us. That's yeah. good. I can look right at the audience right there. So anytime people see me looking at this general direction, I'm, I'm just looking at myself. <laughs> just sure Actually, that might work if we just put a mirror there. So we just, you know, <laughs> hey. I like looking at me. I hope <laughs> yeah, so Juggy, good to see you here. Good to be with you again in person. Loving it. Two weeks in a row. Right back at you. Appreciate it. Today, we are going to talk about calories. Ooh, so interesting. Mm, absolutely. We touched upon last time that we were here on like nutritional facts and like how to read labels. I think that for the purpose of this episode, if we're going to extend on calories, it's that big top number that everybody sees right there. That's really the only thing that we would love to go over with nutritional facts is how much is in what you're eating. Right, which is one of the most, I would say, arguably the most important aspect of nutrition. Mm -hmm. Just understanding the calories and you will soon find out why. That's right. And it's one thing about nutritional facts is that people, if they read them, the one thing that trips people up is the amount per serving. That's the only thing that can correlate to the calorie portion of it. If somebody says, oh, I'm going to open up this, I don't know pack of macaroni and cheese, and it's a little tiny individual size, more than likely you're going to have the total calories for that individual package because it's the one per serving. But if you get this big family pack, it's like six per serving, people forget to multiply that number by six and they wonder, why am I so big in fact? <laughs> so you that's missed, one thing I want to make sure that I really get out. Yeah, you missed a few calories in that package. Um, my favorite when I first realized with oatmeal how calorically dense it is so how it has a large amount of calories is what that they do the same thing in those types of individual packages and it, you know what it's it's it makes you rethink eating certain things it's like oh well i can drink 10 beers for that one packet of oatmeal i'm going with the beer like come on let's be real <laughs> yeah when it comes to that kind of stuff that's where the deterrence comes in a little bit and uh yeah i totally agree if i have like some sort of like a snack I sometimes, or people generally make the mistake, oh, that was too preserving? Crap. It just knocked off the formula that we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But it does, it, it comes dun, very dun, dun. Yeah, right? Foreshadowing. <laughs> Watch out. We know what we're doing here. But I think that that will have a huge impact on the number of calories that people take in because they missed the amount per serving and it could knock off this equation that we're very, very shortly about to get into really amping it up. It's nothing too special, but uh, let's first talk about what a cow or how we actually came up with a calorie. It's nothing special. It's nothing crazy, but calorimetry is actually measured in the form of combustion. So basically you take a piece of food, you put it in this fancy little chamber, you blow it up and whatever energy is released from that food is going to be directly related to its caloric density. So how many calories that food has and why, Juggy, why do we even care about that? Should I have not even told them that? Is it important? Uh, I think it's really important because doesn't it take more energy to break down caloric denser foods? Because then that way there'll be more chemical reactions to break down that really hard, dense piece of whatever it is that you're eating. 100%. Yeah. Got sent. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> I love the hat. I noticed the hat flips. Um, at, at one point on the last show, you did a little hat flip and it was perfect timing, but then you flipped it right back. It's like you turn into this alternate persona, you know, <laughs> it's like the real juggy versus chilling. Yeah. Just... This, this, I know we're outside of it, but this is what I like. There's a movie with Sylvester Stallone. It was called over the top. 
it was an arm wrestling movie. <laughs> so maybe we could touch upon that later on in a, in a different episode. But every time that he would be there, he was always with his son. He was always like, yes, my name is Mr. This, my, my, my name is Mr. He's very, very cordial, very, very formal, very polite-ish, if you will. But then when he was about to get down into business, he was going to athletically perform and start getting some hands wrestling. He turns on his engine. And that's oh, like, that's okay. Attitude adjuster. Okay. So he, he he drives this big Mack truck. That's what he does for a living. He goes, it's like when I turn on the big engine, man, I just turn it on. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I get a little bit of that. I like showing my face. My 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 personality gets out a little bit better. So it's a it, it's an attitude adjuster for sure. Okay, I'm all for it. Keep doing it. Keep doing you. I should stop calling you out on stuff. You know. No, no, I like it. <laughs> this is what we do. We're calling people out on. Sometimes being fun, yeah. What? Sorry, <laughs> yeah, no, that's no. just me. <laughs> but like the, the 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 common errors or the common mistakes, and again, the keyword is common. Many people make these mistakes because they don't quite know how to read a nutritional fact, and they don't know what to do with the energy that has been brought into their system. So here we are. We we we're here to um to to simplify the fitness norms to make even even further simpler, so that you guys can have a very good time with this. It's confusing. So when we talk about calories, the purpose of talking about, you know, how Jughead mentioned, we get that, that food. So for example, if you throw a piece of popcorn, just this very stupid example that he just came up with piece of popcorn in the heat combustor, and then you throw a piece of steak, obviously it's going to take a lot more calories to break down that piece of steak. Mm -hmm. So getting to understand how this correlates most importantly with processed foods because they are very calorically dense. And if you are consuming a diet that is primarily uh, primarily focusing on processed foods or that primarily consists, that's the word I was looking for, Oof, it's been a day, primarily consists of processed foods, it's going to be very calorically dense. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good example, actually. You just take the weight of a piece of steak and the weight of a piece of popcorn one is going to be heavier than the other. So I, th I think people are going to be able to follow that. Popcorn's super light when it comes to being dense. It's like a piece of foam. Right. But obviously a way more, you know, the steak is way more satisfying. So we're not saying eat a piece of steak over a piece of popcorn, but let's get into the formula. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about weight loss or weight gain or even weight maintenance, the importance of a calorie really comes into play. So it's not, this is not just for people that want to lose weight. This is also for people that want to put on weight. And I don't mean fat weight. We don't want you people to be fat. We're trying to decrease obesity. It's nasty. Hate it. So instead, we're going to focus on Juggy, take away the formula. Basically, it's calories that you take into your body and then what your body does with that to burn the same amount of calories. Almost couldn't get any simpler than that. What you eat and what you do with it. That's pretty much it. That's the cause and effect. That's the before and after. Right. So say that you are someone looking to lose weight. That is obviously the most common scenario, right? So, so yeah. we have someone looking to lose weight. If you burn more calories than you eat, you will lose weight. And I say that it's a simple formula because if you are the type of person that is physically active, so for me, for example, when I am trying to be in a weight loss stage, I burn, I've calculated that I burn around uh, 1800 calories a day, right? And you can figure this out using an app. You don't have to go, you know, the proper way to do it would be to go to a lab and get this done. We're not doing any of that, but a good way to do it would be to just use an app that can just guesstimate for you how many calories you burn. Long story short, I burn 1800 calories a day. If I only eat 1400 calories, so that's not that severe of a deficit. That could be two candy bars that I take out of my day or two uh, yogurts, anything silly like that. And I will lose weight. So I'm now only eating 1400 calories and I'm burning 1800. There's the formula. I'm in a 400 calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. And that's how you lose that weight. That's perfect. And then also when people are doing these things, a lot of people get really tripped up on, well, what exactly happens to my calorie? Can you go over the specific, you know, factors on what changes the formula so much? We would love to do that, but it would do nothing but confuse people in general, especially for this format. 
it's it's just it's too much. When people get too worried about the unimportant things, they get distracted and they get unfocused and they won't be able to hit their goals. So again, what you take in and what you do with it, it's as simple as that. This is it can't, it can't get much more simpler than that, folks. So how do you feel about me eating McDonald's almost every other day? That would that would now mess with quality of your food. Okay. So when we focus on calories we're not focusing on quality Mm -hmm. but i'm not saying go and eat there was a guy that actually not jim stancil no but there was a guy jim wants to be our like (laughs) he wants to be our guinea pig by the way oh he's he's gonna be yeah i I think that we should put him through some of the stuff that we talk about just to make sure that we we really get under he's really excited he wants to he definitely wants to be a lot of that basically our friend is fat (laughs) kidding he's proud of it right now he loves to show it off he's always doing the he doesn't mind it. He doesn't. He, he likes. I think he's trying. Fat. I think he's trying to be fat. Not a confidence factor with him at all. He's yeah. as confident as you can ever be. So oh, he's not, great. It's not a body shaming thing. It's not. He, he doesn't. He doesn't mind how he looks because he knows he's eating poorly. He just. He loves food. Who doesn't? We're all food lovers. So he's really <laughs> excited to be our lab rep. We, we should take him up on that. Oh man, that just made me. I just started thinking about the amount of McDonald's that Jim Stansel eats. But oh, okay. And that's what you know of. I know. That, well, that's what I don't see behind the scenes. But typically when people flaunt it like that, they don't do much behind the scenes. You know, you have, I feel like you have, there's obviously a mix, but two different kinds of people. The type of person that would admit that they eat a lot of food mm-hmm. and the latter or the other person would be someone that eats in secret and they're typically overweight and it's because they're ashamed of letting you know. And I've had a lot of clients that I've trained that are typically the people that do not admit to how much food they eat. Vitally important to let your personal trainers and people who are helping your diet out, you need to be honest. You have to be 100% honest. If you're feeling depressed one day and you overate, you have to report that because it goes. It, it, it's a direct reflection on the personal trainer who is trying to help you out by following a, a similar formula. And then if you lie, if you don't tell them about these added calories, you're going to continue to either stay the same weight or you're not going to hit your goals or – it's it's just going to knock off the formula that originally happened in that personal trainer's head. So not only be honest with the personal trainer, but more importantly, be honest with yourself. Oh, this candy bar won't count because I won't think about it. Or, oh, calories don't count on holidays. I'm sorry, but science will definitely be against you on that one. Yeah. I mean, so, okay, so that's where I was going. Thank you for reminding me. This is where I was going with the this guy that ate McDonald's every day. And because he was eating, it was only McDonald's strictly mcdonald's he was eating the same amount of calories that he was expending so he ate exactly how many calories he was burning he did not lose weight he did not gain weight he was in a caloric balance so that's just kind of proof that even if you're eating shitty food you will maintain your weight however the caveat to that is that you are going to like this guy for example started to have metabolic problems so uh, he had high blood pressure high cholesterol all these other issues so it's not to say do not be very adamant about the quality of your food but try and be somewhat mindful you know like if you want the calorie bar the whole purpose of tracking your calories is like if i want to eat McDonald's, I can eat it because I haven't eaten anything else today. Pretty much. Yep. If you're having a craving and it fits your caloric number that you can fit in your formula, that's no problem. I mean, again, you're touching upon, you mentioned hypertension or high blood pressure. Or the, the, the Fancy. Old, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, the, the scientific terminology of things. Um, but but, but you're, you're touching upon things that if you mess with it, now we're, we're only talking about quality. We're, uh, we're only talking about quantity when it comes to the formula. But when we touch upon quantity, that's the other half of the type of food that you bring in. Totally agree with you. If you just eat McDonald's constantly all the time, sure, you're probably either lose a little bit of weight or probably stay the same weight, but you're going to be sluggish. You're going to have low energy. Um, and I thought that, it, I think you were touching upon the guy who actually ate for 30 days was that that the, the, the fast food guy? He's got the, the big chunk of fries. Yes. Mouth. Did I explain it wrong? No, that was that's what. Okay. That's what okay. Yes, that's yeah. exactly. It's been so long since I've heard about that. It's, it was a while ago. It sure was. But yeah. they did one about uh, marijuana, actually. They oh. Did, um, Doug Benson did a did a comedy special about that, and he did not smoke weed for thirty days. 
took a bunch of tests. He also had a, psych, uh, a psychology test in there, did the whole weight thing, did the metabolic thing, resting metabolic rate, the whole nine. And then they, he, and then he smoked weed for 30 days afterwards, which was no problem for him. And then they had, and then they just compared their readings. And it was quite fascinating with some of those tests that he took. It was- Were they similar? I would- Some of them, some of them were similar, but other ones that were different, like the psychology tests. Okay. He would like look at a card. He doesn't know what, what's behind it. And he would guess what's behind the card. Oh. He had like two out of 30, right? When he wasn't on weed, but he had like seven out of 30, like the next time around. So I don't know. I don't know if that means anything, if he's a good guesser or if there's something, whatever, that's a whole different story, but- I get, it's blanking on me though what the name of that movie was the only super size me oh was that that movie no could have been he's a 30-day guy huh i thought that guy got really fat though he yeah but that that was because his caveat the difference between his i'm mumbling and i'm stumbling i'm gonna, get this. <laughs> I'm gonna face my fear today um, <laughs> big day dougie big day <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> he was there and he was basically every time he went to mcdonald's and they offered him would you like to supersize that he had to say yes so he wasn't going for quantity at all okay yeah so his, this is if okay his sole qua- uh, quality was mcdonald's but the quantity he never even he didn't care about because he was he was going off of a different uh, experiment okay it was like a cross between marketing and how many people are heavily trained to remember to ask people supersize me for that extra 50 cents. Yeah. Right. So it's a little bit different. Why not? Yeah. You still can use that as a wonderful example on quantity versus quality, but quantity is, it should still come first. You should up your quality of food. That's a personal preference. You shouldn't just eat fast food. That's kind of a norm. That should be common sense at this point. But again, we, this is only our second episode. We can touch up on quality much later in a nutritional. Yeah. And I mean, that's why health scientists or whomever people try to advocate that you shop the perimeter of the grocery store, because it tends, it tends to be that the foods that are shittier for you have more calories. So if you eat a little bit healthier, you're going to figure out that, oh, wow, I can actually eat more food. You know, you're not eating something that's in a package with a shelf life of a thousand years. That's just, even that to me is just disgusting. Like, don't get me wrong. I still eat that stuff. I'm not going to cut it out of my diet. I like Oreos. I like bad food. But for me, it's more of, you know, a now and again thing. And then I'll just realize, like, I'm not going to go and write down every little single thing, but I'm going to keep it in my mind. Like, all right, girl, you just ate a whole sleeve of Oreos. You're going to have something very light for dinner. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's quantity that you're focusing on, which is perfectly fine because as the numbers go up, when it comes to weight loss or weight gain, if that's what you're trying to do, that's what you should be looking at. Quality comes later, even though the nutritionist will say quality should come first. But if you're going to eat a whole life-size watermelon, don't expect because you're eating fruit that you're going to lose weight because the quantity is going to, I mean, not only that, but the fructose, again, that's nutrition, (laughs) but all of that being brought into that body, how much work do you have to do to get that all off? It's a lot. I mean, that's probably more than you could do in a day. Right. might be exaggerating, but the point is you have to make sure the uh, the quantity of food is uh, where it should be. So here is a good reason why some fitness or just people in general that like to exercise. I notice I say in general a lot and I'm going to call myself out on it because it might help me stop saying it so much. I think it's okay because we're trying to generalize your specific information. <laughs> Thanks. That makes me so feel from better. your brain to your mouth, you're generalizing. So sometimes you're just, I think so I'm trying right. to break it down and I'm breaking it down out loud. Yeah. That's what's happening. I say generally speaking too, just to get out of arguments and stuff. You said that yesterday. I was like, I started with generally, which is not untrue. But yeah, it's okay. So if you are looking to also eat a larger amount of calories, the biggest way to do that or a way to do that without gaining weight is by actually exercising a little bit, maybe going for, I'm not going to say anything crazy. You don't have to do anything crazy going for a walk mm-hmm. get a dog I dogs make walk. you walk like you don't have a choice when you have a dog unless you're a bad dog owner sorry you're a <laughs> shitty dog owner if you don't walk your dog but yeah i mean you gotta 
find that balance. So if you just up your exercise a little bit more, even go go the extra step and get one of those, uh, get a Fitbit. I'm not going to tell you get an Apple Watch because I don't like Apple and they're expensive, but... Well, there goes our Apple sponsor. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, just get a Fitbit. They're cheap and it'll help you like it'll help you figure out how many calories you're burning and where you can maybe eat a few more extra calories and all of that good stuff. And that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. <laughs> as helpful as those Fitbits are, I sometimes feel that there's so many options. Like, don't get me wrong. These things are fascinating. But I don't think somebody who is generally trying to lose weight wants to know or doesn't really care about their blood oxygen level. You know, I don't, I, I just think that they're going to be distracted on the, the other super cool features. That's the only thing I have against. I think people are going to get in their own way. That's true. Yeah, they could be, I've, because I've noticed my clients will be very fascinated with their heartbeat and all that's of that. <laughs> yeah, like, that's insane. They, come on, that's not even, why is that? Really people people don't like, know what that is. Right. It's a volume of oxygen that's consuming your body. But I went through that. Nobody else knows that. And quite frankly, it doesn't really matter. Like VO2 max is not that predictive of perform. Or I shouldn't say performance. I should just say general health. It isn't really that predictive of it. Yeah. I mean, general health. Gen- see, general there health. it is again. <laughs> no, but it's true though. You know, I want to hear something. This is a true story. This is fascinating. I did a VO2 max test, and I also did like the lower cycle ergometry uh, ergometer test. And they had this book where they can cross-reference my results with like the type of athlete that I was currently acting like. And I was actually a Greek, a Greek soccer player at the Olympic level. Like, <laughs> that, is, that is so <laughs> specific. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, I don't think Greece has ever been good in the World Cup. So I don't know. I think I'm going to take that as, but, but Olympic though, I'm like, I'll, I'm going to take that away. I'm like, I'm an Olympic soccer player. Not from Brazil, but an Olympic soccer player. It's just so highly variable. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not important, but a Greek soccer player, but I don't think I feel like one thing. Maybe they had a little camera. Maybe they're watching me like he's definitely Greek. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just slaughtering the Colosseum, (laughs) just kicking soccer balls past lions and through Christians and yeah. Oh no, that's Roman. Whatever. This is science, not history. It's fine. <laughs> we're, we're not going to get that into it. So actually, I'm. Not, did you play sports when you were a kid? I did. I loved it. Yeah. What'd you play? I played. I played soccer in Greece. Um, <laughs> I put. No, I did play soccer. I played baseball, hockey, uh, two years of football, one season of basketball, a couple of Gaelic football like matches up in Sundays and stuff. But I was a really, really active kid. Wow! Big yeah. athlete. Big yeah. athlete. That's interesting. I only played soccer. Actually, that's a lie. I played basketball, but I was too short, obviously. Oh, so yeah, I let the Mugsy Bogues. <laughs> We're going to go over that on Sports Master. Yeah. We're going to use that as an excuse. Yeah. I was actually really good at defending, but yeah, the height was not to my I'm, advantage. I'm I, yeah. I can't really jump high. and My, my shot's okay, but I, basketball, just because it runs parallel to hockey, I didn't really get into basketball that much. Nothing against it. I just... If, if there's a hockey game and a basketball game going on at the same time, which always happened, I would just typically watch hockey because I play it and now I coach. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're a hockey coach? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. For what age? Mites. So that means they're super, super young. They're like just, um, they're just past the like learn to skate and learn to play phase, which is like three, four, five. So anywhere between six and eight is what I'm currently coaching right now. All right. So these guys don't give a shit about calories. They don't even know what a calorie is. Yeah. You're just teaching them how to be athletes. At that level, you want, you want to educate the parents. I mean, with everything going on nowadays with COVID, like we don't have to deal with any of that. You know, the the, the more distance, the better. It's unfortunate. But uh, when that was not going on, tons of questions. What should I be feeding my kid? How much should I be feeding my kid? What's going to have him produce the most energy? What's going to have him perform at his peak or her peak? I yeah, I mean, they're paying a lot of money, too. So I guess that's why they care about their kids' health more than their own health. Exactly. Well, yeah, that, too. I'm like, well, what about what about you? <laughs> eat McDonald's tomorrow when your liver fails. Like, you can't take care of your kid anymore. <laughs> you know? I know it's dismal. Hockey's a dismal sport. It's not for everybody. But, yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. Get a little background in coaching. Mm-hmm. I also coach myself soccer. I coach little kids, but they're more – they're actually – they're between the ages of eight to 14. So wide kind of a wider range. Uh, and the, the thing that I love about them is they're actually really interested in learning everything about health. Oh, big time. They love it. Like these guys are, we had to shut down the school that I was coaching them at and they started 
they started coming onto Zoom meetings with me and exercising over Zoom. And some of them are only in third grade. It's amazing. I'm like, all right. I mean, it's not ideal. It's over Zoom, but whatever. Hey, however they can learn. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, they, they did this, uh, this study. I wish I could be more specific, but they did this study at a high school where they would do a, like the, the, literally the entire school would just go on the football field or around the track and they would do something athletic for the first hour of school. And then they went in and they actually started the class. Like, you know, uh, some people who, you know, most people shower, they would ever get ready for class, do their thing, you know, a 10, 10, 10 minute break just to get ready for the next class. And they did statistics on testing and they actually scored much higher than other classes because they exercise first thing in the morning. Kids need exercise. And so I actually, side note, I coach chess and before I would coach the kids chess, I would make them run around for 30 minutes. Otherwise I couldn't get them to sit there and focus. Right. They they would have this, uh, uh, the term I'm looking for where they just can't sit still. Yeah, they're just antsy. Just but nervous but, but, apparent, but yeah. apparently it's ADD, ADHD, all of the above, and they need medicine instead of just going to exercise a little bit. <laughs> yeah, watch Bobby Fisher and calm down for a little while, absolutely. I have to learn <laughs> the, the castle move. It's the only thing that I can't teach. Yeah. I know that it, it can be done on both sides of the king, but... That's a tough one. It is a tough yeah. one. After that... I only coach beginner chess. I am not, I'm not any pro by any means, but it's fun. Class, then. I'm not a beginner. <laughs> whatever juggy let's go right now match <laughs> right exactly are you, so, are you a clock do you do the timed one yeah i didn't know i, mean, I can't do that i need time to think oh i much. take a long time a long long time what do you think like uh what's your fastest match that you're comfortable with probably like an hour <laughs> <laughs> no like a, like a five minute set no no not that's exaggerating probably like 20 minutes yeah but i'm also playing against a professional so like he's obviously not playing to his full extent you know but yeah. just teaching me i like it though yeah because when your body gets tired you should exercise the mind yeah, I, that's the reason why I started doing it. It's just so good for your brain. It's like old people doing Sudoku, you know? It's mm-hmm. just a great pastime. Keeps your brain moving. I like how we're fluttering and touching upon other subjects because we can definitely go into another episode where not just the body, but the mind is just as important. If you're not resting your body, then it's off or not. You're just going to, you know, gas out and you're going to run out of all kinds of energy. And that just brings you to a different place. But we'll touch upon that later. And I think a rest is vitally important. I've been resting for 10 years now. It's so important <laughs> to just rest. Are you a big sleeper? Yeah, I, I love sleep. My problem is I, I can't sleep at night for some reason because I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure that one out. I get plenty of sleep. I just, I, I have trouble sleeping at night lately. Okay. When's the last time that you eat typically? Last time I eat anywhere between 8.39. Okay. And then when you try to go to bed, try to go to bed around 10 30, 11 ish. But most of the time I'm just tossing and turning. Like I kind of know when I fall asleep. Mm, I try and push your food back a little bit earlier. Yeah. That might help you. You don't, do you drink caffeine? Barely. Yeah. That's good. Only when I do like big long road trips, like when I drink coffee and meditation and not like I wake up every morning and I need my coffee. Like, no, I actually need coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. No offense to the coffee drinkers. It's just your, your tolerance is far too high for your own good, in my opinion, <laughs> generally speaking. Generally. Uh, I know that you're drinking coffee, too. I was like, I've had that. I've, I've had that coffee for like seven hours. It's black coffee, so it's <laughs> not bad. It's not like there's cream or milk in it. It's just literally black. So. She's like, I've had this coffee since <laughs> I started my chess match today. And it's still going on. I have not moved my bishop. <laughs> But let's, let's bring it back to, I just thought of a good thing that I wanted to bring up. So with the calories, you have people that are going to instantly get mad. Like, no, I don't want to follow a certain type of calorie density. I don't want to follow something where I'm only consuming this amount of calories. It's too strict. It's yeah. too, too much of a schedule for me to follow. And then you're going to have the people that are on, on top of that. Like I like to drink, I like to party on the weekends and I get a lot of calories from that. So I potentially have a solution for those people because I so happen to be one of them. Mm-hmm. I do like to drink and eat a lot more on the weekends. 
I love how I can just tell Vic is really paying attention. So, so I was just, I was just about to, about to shout out, you know, to Victor because he's he's the best. But he was disagreeing with the intermittent fasting thing. He's like, I'm a savage. I drink all the time. You guys don't know shit about nutrition. Hold on, Victor. <laughs> Hold on. He didn't like that each skinny can was a meal. He was like, bullshit. Oh, yeah. He was so pissed. He, he hated it. He and started a Twitter beef, which we're not done with yet. <laughs> He's, he thinks that we're kind of just trying to get people to do it. No, no, no. no. It's just there, if you please. Yeah, it's just but, information that we're trying to decode for the, the layman. But the solution to that is following how to lose a pound of fat. So one pound of fat is equal to 3,500 calories. If you are trying to lose a pound of fat, that means that you need to find somewhere to cut out 3,500 calories from your diet. So that doesn't mean that you need to do it in a weekly period. So some people lose weight over time. So that could mean that, well, that likely means that they are cutting out 3,500 calories or they're just exercising more to make up for it in a month. If you lose a pound in a month, that's what you're following. So instead of trying to cut your calories back to an extreme all at once, you can do it 200 calories a day. You can do it 300 calories, however many calories you want, but the safest way to lose weight and to have it be a weight loss that you can actually maintain is one to two calories, one to two pounds a week. Mm -hmm. That is the safest way to lose weight. There are people that will lose 30 pounds in a month. That is excessive and you're likely to gain it all back. Mm -hmm. And it also seems that if you cut the 3,500 calories per day into seven days, that's exactly 500 calories per day. I am so glad you did that math for me. 35, 30, so glad. I was really hoping you would. It's five. And there you go. There's your, I should say, well, 35 divided by whatever. Seven days equals 500 calories that you can cut per day. And that is so easy. To, I have to say, it is actually easy to do. If you eat, if you're a snacker, that's literally cutting out two snacks of your day. Yeah. Depending, depending on um, not only the quality, but also the quantity that it comes in. If it's one per serving and it's 200 calories, you don't, then you could probably take away uh, two and a half bars because that would be your 500 calories. That's it. It's not that bad. Or a soda, a soda like we were talking about, or a Gatorade, things like that, like we were talking about last week. They can be up to, what was it, 140 calories in a Gatorade? Good call. I think it's exactly what it was 140. And you're also getting in things that we'll touch upon later. You're getting in sodium, you're getting in sugar, you're getting in carbohydrates, you're getting in electrolytes, whatever they are. You're getting in so much of other things that may help you. Sodium, potassium, zinc, iron. Right? <laughs> There you go. And everything else that's in bubblegum, basically, like all these chemicals that are just in your body, like doing things that you're just, you know, not the, the about electrolytes doing. are good, though. They are good. They are good. But the other extra shit, you are correct. Exactly. It is unnecessary. So somebody who can cut out their juices because of the extra caloric intake, that could be a huge gain. I mean, this is this is my primary drink right here. I love water, especially when it's nice and almost freezing cold. It's the best. I absolutely love it. And I, and I have plenty of it a day for sure. I drink those big Gatorade bottles. I have like three of those a day for sure. And it just keeps everything regulated. And I'm not getting in that extra sugar. I'm not getting in those extra calories. So that alleviates a lot of my food love just because this is the number one drink that I drink. So right. It, it makes room for more food, more fun food. I yeah. yeah. Um, one of my professors called it fun food. I thought it was weird, but yeah. <laughs> So that I don't have to worry about exactly. It. No, that is a good way to put it because some people will say empty calories, but now that's that's no. A very confusing term. I don't like that. I'm, I'm not a big yeah. Either. What does that mean? I drink a beer in an empty calorie. Yeah, it does. A calorie with no soul. Like I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what that means. A calorie with no ambition. I don't get it. No person. This calorie's life does not matter. No, calorie's lame. <laughs> get out of here. Do, go do something with yourself. Oh, but. When you were talking about Gatorade, an easy solution to that would be to what I started doing when I realized how many calories are, well, you could do that, okay, but sorry. you're still going to be, that's all right. You're still going to be consuming the same amount of calories, but 
what they have is Gatorade or Powerade Zero, which of course does not taste as good, but if you do dilute it and add some water to it, it's better. And then people are going to have the argument, oh, well, what about the other sugars that are in it that you don't know about? Well, if you're focusing mostly on calories and you're not really consuming or drinking that many Powerades a week or a day, don't worry about that. It's just a little bit of a chemical and you get probably 30 million chemicals in everything else you eat. Yeah. Yeah, So that's another good way to put it. Same with energy drinks. So I know people that love to drink a lot of Red Bulls. This guy right here, if this were a Gatorade, right? My friend told me this a long time ago. If one, this, is, this is a good money saver too. Full bottle of Gatorade, right? And you have an empty bottle next to it. Take half of this Gatorade, put it in this bottle. Now you got two half bottles of Gatorade. Fill both of those water bottles, I'm sorry, the, uh, the bottles up with well, the rest with water. You just got yourself two G2 Gatorades for the price of one regular Gatorade. Wow, is that what a G2 is? Is it just Pretty diluted much. Gatorade? Pretty much. If you taste it, it tastes like diluted Gatorade. And I need to get the nutrition facts too, because I don't want to just say yes. Right. No, of course. But we can we're not gonna know everything. Come it would be on. interesting to check out a regular Gatorade nutrition fact versus a G2. Okay. Then I can have that answer. But we should we should just fill up these tables with a bunch. We're gonna eat it all though. That's the goal. <laughs> but we're just gonna fill I'm up a stencil who can't eat it. <laughs> Yeah, diet. No, I've always wanted to do that for the classes that I teach is bring in a shit ton of food and basically show people easy ways to measure the amount of calories without having to go log it into some type of app or whatever, you know, fun little tricks that you can use to guesstimate how many calories are in something. And yeah, that was just, that's it. Yeah. It's, it, it, makes it, really fun. it makes it really simple. I just love seeing the people shopping at stores and just there, just flipping through their phones, trying to see like what type of foods that they get. I can see that they really care. And I, I, I totally understand that. Um, but you're in my way. Like just move. Yeah. Please do that at I'm home. Reach the top shelf for my cookies. <laughs> can you get out of here with your oatmeal, raisin, whatever? Um, <laughs> gluten-free. When do you even have a gluten? F- I don't want to get started with that. Yeah. Like a gluten-free system that supports that. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, I was just going to say, do you even have a gluten-free allergy? Because that's the same person that'll eat a loaf of bread and then claim that they have a gluten-free allergy. So I'm, I don't know. Don't buy it. Have you ever been allergic to a food or are you allergic to a food? I am. I have a weird, I'm allergic to a tree protein. Okay. So it's, it's basically a protein that's in the nut of certain fruits. So, uh, I can't eat anything with a pit. Okay. And then there are certain, like I can't eat almonds. I can't eat, cannot eat peaches, pit, uh, plums cannot eat. And there are certain things, so apples I cannot eat, and they have seeds. They have a core, though. They're not a pit. I know. They have seeds. It's weird. There are certain certain foods in there that don't make sense. But okay. it, the thing is, I can eat any of those foods if it's cooked because the protein is cooked off. Okay. Inter- that is very interesting. Yeah. So I've had this when I was a kid, allergic to regular mushrooms, like pizza-topping mushrooms. I haven't tested it in a really long time because one time somebody tricked me into thinking that those mushrooms that were chopped up in the soup was chicken. And I was so young. I was like, maybe Oh no. Cause they didn't, they don't want you to think it was vegetables. Right. Okay. Well, not only that, but they were like, they were testing to see if I was actually allergic to mushrooms. Oh, so they gave me mushrooms. Oh, they thought you were lying. Yeah. They thought <laughs> that it was full of crap. So the next three days I had 103 temperature and I couldn't keep any food down. So oh, that's an interesting alert. reaction. Yeah. See, mine's just anaphylactic. So I just, my throat closes up my and all that. It doesn't close up. It just can't, nothing is accepted into my stomach. You can't digest it. Yeah. Yeah. And anything that comes afterwards. Hmm. Out. Very interesting. Very. I haven't tested it in a while, but I'm really, I really want to test it out again because it's been a long, long time. Yeah. I know that people have grown out of food allergies and this is something that's a little bit off my nutrition radar. Well, I love how, I actually do think the whole seven year thing is real because I was eating all of those foods that I just mentioned like your body re-regulates every seven years to a certain extent. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or, or you have, or your, your tolerance has changed. So for me, I was eating and I swear it might, I never looked into this, but right around when I was seven years old is when I developed this allergy and I'm not even exaggerating. Interesting. The only weird thing is that I haven't grown out of it. Yeah. Nothing's changed with it. Cause I've tried. Okay. I'll get, sometimes I'll be like, Ooh, I really want a plum and I'll test it. And it will, and, and then like, Five minutes later, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, and we don't want that. Yeah. We don't want to breathe through a straw. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's terrifying to anybody with a food allergy. I used to be a server for a couple of restaurants 
And anytime I heard that, whatever, this, I would have something very useful to this. I'd just be like, oh, you're allergic Asher, to that. Yeah, like stars, bold. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Yeah. Because it's vitally, it's vitally, vitally important that yeah. you don't give people any hypo, anything, hypo, anything. It is an absolute nightmare. Like Hitch, the movie Hitch made a joke out of it. And it's great that you can look at something from the light side. I'm a huge fan of that. But if you've ever seen somebody go through an allergic shock or an allergic anything, it is not fun. It is not cool. Again, this goes with quality of foods. Be sure to eat the foods that you're not allergic to, folks. <laughs> you know, that's common sense, sure. But also have a little bit of um, um, common decency for people around you. You know, don't have mushrooms around with people who are allergic to mushrooms or tree nuts or whatever it is. Yeah. So you when I say, that. yeah, when I say the whole, oh, you're probably not allergic to gluten. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's just that a lot of the times I see people. Free people eat a loaf of bread. And I'm going, yeah. Like people, said, mm, okay. people utilize gluten free as a dietary mechanism. It, it's not that you should not be doing that. Mm -hmm. Like you, there's just, just eat a damn pizza with gluten. Yeah. If it's if it doesn't bother you, there's no need. Or shopping for all these all of these expensive foods that don't have gluten, like you said, going to the grocery store. Right. And Karen is on the shelf for thirty minutes looking up the damn food. Like, yeah. at least do it at home. Keto is the new gluten free anyway. <laughs> you just want to make me mad, don't you? <laughs> I know. I, I, <laughs> Trying to stir up the pot. <laughs> I have people stir up the pot for me, and I'm just going. I want to hear from an educated person when somebody somebody actually says that. Why? Can't I just break into a rage and just scream at the top of my lungs? What can I break in here? You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, I've had enough. But I just, but it's just, it's not, it's not that they're uneducated. It's that they're slightly ignorant. I don't like when people are just always right about stuff. That's it. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. Well, it's, that's not gluten free though. I was like, are really though? Like, are you, are you just want me to be wrong? Do you want to be right? Or do you just actually need help with your diet? Oh, let's go. Let's start with square one again. I need to know why these people are actually doing that. That's it. Just give me the give me the background. I'm interested in actually knowing. I probably over half the shit that I've said on here, I'm probably not right about. I don't know. Who, I don't know what is really right and what is really wrong. I just. You're just gonna love that. <laughs> He's probably gonna cut that out and loop it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> don't don't give me so wrong anyway. Don't give me any ideas. Come on, man. Use my beef bite. Ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love that. What do you mean mini meals? You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'll, I'll build up what you were saying, though. I have a bachelor's degree, even though I identified as a, as a, as a PhD, because you could do that now. Um, <laughs> if you could change genders, you could do anything. So, but what I'm, but, but back, on the, back on the right track, though, it's like, <laughs> Um, I can't even think after that comment. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. we just keep talking about that now? <laughs> Your Majesty, please. That's my pronoun. No, um, to get to get at a more serious subject, um, it's it's it, we need to make sure that people are going to the store and getting the stuff. Like I said, the, the correct quality foods, and most of them are on the perimeter of a grocery store. I wanted to touch a little bit more on that. When you go into any stop and shop, especially the ones that I go, <clears throat> excuse me, that I go to. It's a big old rectangle and all of the wonderful foods are on the sides. You have your seafood, you have your deli, you have your meats, you have your yogurts, you have your milks, you have your eggs, you have your cheeses. You have all of these wonderful natural mm, foods geez. that are not processed. And of course, you have the bakery off in the corner. If you like your sandwiches and you have it at moderation or less, go for it. Have you ever, had a, have you ever tried a sandwich, like your favorite sandwich, but just taking the bread off? No. It's tough. It's not easy. I'm a huge bread guy. Then it's not a sandwich. It's just meat. There you go. But that is something that we can try to do to reduce carbohydrates. Um, and I tried it before and it works, but my- Maybe with a cheeseburger. Just get rid of the bread on that. That's fine. It's actually pretty damn good. Yeah. But if I'm going to have a sandwich, I'm probably going to- I mean, maybe I'll just, I don't know. I'm just going to eat the see, damn sandwich. Is, but I also don't need a lot of sandwiches. So. I can literally see the, the battle going on. Yep. <laughs> I want to eat uh, as healthy as humanly possible, but the poppy seeds on the bread though. Yeah. You know, like if the bread is that good, we're not here to say get rid of the bread because baker bakers are going to go out out of business all over the world. That's not exactly. I love the baker down in Australia. Shout out! I know you're not watching, <laughs> um, but it, it's mostly to not be afraid to eat food that you like anymore. It's that we're actually telling you you can eat those foods at moderation, and you have to have some sort of a uh, a calorie burning program on top of that. Your output has to be greater than your input. So here's how you have that calorie burning program. 
you can get, uh, I'm just explaining one of the apps. There are many, MyFitnessPal is probably the most popular app that people use, but probably the best quality wise app is going to be Chronometer and it is C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R. And the reason why it's the best is because it's the most updated database with respects to the different foods that are in there. And it's very user-friendly. <clears throat> Sorry, now you're giving me your... COVID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I can't taste anything, so we're going to go off of that. So glad to be in person together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, this app, this app is great. You can basically figure it out in a day, in less than a day, obviously. But the biggest thing with it is track your food for just even a week, just even a few days. Don't be crazy about it. And you're going to see that it's really not that difficult. If you start measuring every little freaking sauce or every piece of paprika that you put on your food, you're just a nutcase and you should probably go see a psychologist. However, on the other spectrum, if you're just kind of a little bit more lax with it and you're just getting familiar with foods, you're going to start to realize, oh, shit, this has 200 more calories than this. I'm just going to eat that or two of that instead. The idea just popped in my head. Have you ever looked at, I don't know if it's Men's Fitness or Men's Journal or one of those things. Have you ever heard of a book series or a book? It's called Eat This, Not That. I actually have not. Enlighten me. I would love to. It's actually wonderful. And it's one of those things where they take like um, like a Big Mac and like a double Whopper and they'll compare the two and they'll judge to see which one you should be eating based on like like a, like a total health scale. And you, okay. Then they, they, they cross-reference every day, day, day. They do. <laughs> Who's they, day, day, day? <laughs> all right. They, they, they compare calories, they compare total fat, they compare every category and it's wonderful. It's just, it's something called eat this, not that. And again, if you want to eat the foods that you like, follow that book. It's got wonderful suggestions. Oh, where, where should like, what's the best Arby food that I can get? I'm sure that they have a section in there where you can actually make that decision. It's really, really nice. Jim Stansel, if you're listening to this, 20 piece nuggets are only 420 calories. Jim Stansel, if you're hearing this, I can't believe you're actually alive. You eat horribly. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's, he's a good buddy of mine. And yeah, if he's really interested in that, I, that, that would be really wonderful to, to test some stuff on him. And that'd be really great. But he, he, like everybody else, I hope would be 100% honest about what they eat. But he's he's the kind of guy who's very honest. Oh, yeah. Like, if you looked at one of, one of the last- We could just look at his Twitter and now. He said, he goes, what did I have today? He goes, he started off, he goes, what I had a pork chop. I had, and I lost it right there. I'm like, who has a pork chop first thing <laughs> in the morning? But, I uh, eat chicken colors for breakfast. I mean, you food not, is food. It's not just eggs. It's not just breakfast food. It's not just oatmeal or cereal. Sometimes people have leftovers from the night before. What's the thing with people thinking, sorry, I cut you off. I was done. Okay, good. What? <laughs> What's the thing with people thinking that they should consume oatmeal or cereal or like these types of foods for breakfast? Oh, have you seen the well-balanced breakfast commercials? It's like 8,000 calories sitting there. I literally take, people probably think, no one's going to listen to me because they think I'm so unhealthy probably based on what I eat and drink, but... (laughs) I'll take a cold piece of pizza out of the fridge. I don't give a shit. As long as you're eating, you're fine. I mean, dude, so it doesn't saying, have to be oatmeal. Yeah, you're saying something is better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, actually, eating pizza in the morning is probably better than eating oatmeal because the oatmeal that you're eating is probably processed and has a shit ton of added sugar in it, and it's processed. Okay. Whereas at least with the pizza, you know, you're getting a little dairy. You're still getting a lot of carbs, but yeah, yeah that's... I don't know. That's just, just eat what you want. Don't follow this breakfast where you have to have oatmeal, a banana, a fruit, and all of this. It actually increases your glycemic. So it just has a high sugar level to it. And it's going to spike up your insulin first thing in the morning. And next thing you know, by lunch, you're just going to be crashing hard. It's mostly carbohydrates in it. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that gets broken down into uh, glucose or sugar. So yeah, sometimes these things like, oh, oatmeal is super, super healthy. You should just be eating that all the time. If you eat only oatmeal, then you'll lose weight. Sorry, folks. If you have a ton of that stuff, it's not going, it's going to skip over the fat storage phase and just go straight to, to, it's just spraying sugar in your blood. And uh, that's usually not okay. Not It's really not okay to have that much sugar in your blood at one time. So be very careful with some of these healthy foods because 
it, it, I've always had a rule of thumb and that's too much of anything is a bad thing. Yeah. And that's, that goes with anything. That's it. Too portion much, portion control is, is bad. That's one of the biggest things that I actually agree with when people refer to, I, I hate to say dieting because I don't really believe that anyone should ever be on a diet. Yeah. But the one thing that I agree with is portion control. And that's exactly what we're talking about here is just trying to not eat, you know, get a smaller plate. It actually works. It plays tricks on your mind and get a smaller fork. It helps. It makes you eat slower. It makes you eat less food. And then you can lose a pound of fat by burning 3,500 calories per day. And I love the, I love the little small tips. This is something that I love um, because it does two things. If you go out to a restaurant or if you go out to eat anywhere, try to eat half of your meal and save it and eat the rest of it like two or three hours later. Trust me, because you're going to do two things. You're going to be fuller longer. So the next meal you have is not going to be as expensive or, or anything like that. And number two, you get to enjoy the same wonderful meal twice instead of gorging it all in one in one gulp kind of a thing. You're spreading yeah. out your calories. You're controlling your portion. You're tasting your really delicious food twice. Unless you're intermittent fasting. Yeah. What did I just say? Intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting. <laughs> Something like that. But, but also with that, you probably won't eat the second meal half the time. Sometimes people don't. Yeah. I see that a lot too as well. Sometimes they're just like, hey, are you going to eat that? And some people are like, no, you can have it. Oh my God, you just turned into a generous person and you're eating healthy. I just did three things for everybody. So that's kind of the point. <laughs> I love so, it. You know, split up your meals. And I love, I love that, by the way. I love like um, how you can get a smaller plate because that is true. I used to have a big problem with like eating too much cereal at once when I was younger. I used to have really, really big bowls. And then my, uh, <laughs> my brother-in-law actually bested me. He used to eat cereal out of a salad bowl. Oh, my. He's a huge cereal lover. And um, I would not advise that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Uh, but yeah, once I switched down to the smaller bowls, I realized that I actually do get full off of a small bowl. I never actually let the food reach my stomach. <laughs> That's it. You just engorge. That's me. I eat fast. I eat way too fast. I eat really fast. So I, I have to do little things like that, like getting smaller things to help me not just vacuum seal my food. Like every time I, every time I think of me eating, this is such a loser comment of me, but I think of Patrick and SpongeBob when he just literally puts his mouth up to a table or like cookies and just goes, <gasps> yeah, it's just, uh, it's just how I eat. Some people eat fast. Some people eat slow. So well, that for the faster and the slow eaters, my piece of advice would be to taste food. Don't eat food. And then that, that just makes people slow down the process of eating food. Try not to take huge engorging bites. Get half of that bite in there. Actually taste the food. Get yourself a good 10 chews. What is it like? It's a ridiculous number, like 20 oh, chews. See, like, like, like no matter what, I can never do it. Neither can I. I can't, yeah, I see, can't like, pass like eight or nine chews, but it does help with digestion and breaking down food. And it helps you actually feel the food in your stomach, thus feeling full earlier, thus reducing your caloric intake. That's all I got. So make sure that you're, and also you're tasting your food too. Again, if you're at a really nice restaurant with a very skilled chef, you want to stay and have that food in your mouth as long as you possibly can, because it's usually delicious. Oh, so here's my mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the opposite. And I'm like, I need to eat as much as I can, as fast as I can, because that's going to mean that I can put more into my body. So you want to win the shirt at the end of the night. What you're saying? <laughs> Basically. I, I want to eat that 18 pound lunker in 10 minutes. So like, no, those food <laughs> challenges are great. Stancible is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I mean, if you're looking to lose weight, you're not looking to win a t-shirt. I would say, again, uh, smaller bites, more chews, taste food, don't eat food. Because that's something that I also grew up with too. I used to love huge bites and the feeling that at first bite when it hits the stomach, that's what I used to go for. Now I try to get fuller faster. That's, that's my goal. That's my current thing that I'm trying to do right now. So for the faster and the slower. So you, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good advice. And then also to go with that, you can do the little tricks where I have really small hands and I have really fat fingers. So in a minute, you're going to understand why this doesn't really work for me. <laughs> yeah, they're disgusting. So Austin Powers is worth fear. You know Sausage fingers. Yeah. yeah Carney hands. Yeah. Circus folk. So I, most normal people can use the palm of their hand. That's, 
three ounces, which you typically use for when you're trying to get the calories for meat. Yeah. Well, maybe I guess that's why I'm fit. <laughs> maybe that's why I can eat so much McDonald's. Yeah, that's true. Like a whole handful. It's like Shaq. Like that's why he's, he's got back problems and he endorses icy hot because he just eats too much. <laughs> oh, I have a handful. Okay. <clears throat> Shout out to Shaq if you're watching. <laughs> Gosh. Sure wow. He, he definitely is. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> You're right. I got. I do got to taste my food. And who doesn't intermittent fast? <laughs> Calories. It's <laughs> all I want to listen to on a Tuesday night. Somebody who is in that good of a shape, though, like he was an absolute like enigma when it came to like treating an athlete with um, prescribing with the right foods, how much food that that athlete can take. Because not only is he really big, but he's also super tall. And now you're also getting into, well, he does a ton of exercising, like at least back in his early days, like the blue chip days. I mean, he was like an early Laker with Kobe. He would do a ton of sprints, a lot of running like that is so difficult to manage at that level. Because you're talking about astronomical numbers. He'll never have a a normal reading in his life. Yeah. Just because of his, his, uh, his physical attributes, super big, super tall. Genetically. Custom made Corvettes. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, and custom-made shoes because his feet are that big. It's all over the place. He really does that, and he really wants to make sure that he wants to normalize his life. I, I feel bad for a guy who has to go through like this, uh, with things like that. You yeah, know? that's intense. Talk about health and fitness. I mean, you know, shout out to the big folks out there. They don't have easy lives, and they're trying. But he to- does make a lot of money, so I don't know um, if I feel that bad for him. <laughs> an absorbent amount of money. He was like a he was a sheriff at, at one point, like. Oh my God. Like if you were a poor person that had to have all of those things specifically modified, then I'd feel bad, but you've got a lot of money. You're fine. I feel bad for a guy who can't fit his Corvette. Wait. Yeah. Right. As soon as you said Corvette, I'm like, Hmm. Exactly. So a quick recap. I'd love that. I definitely think that one of the most important things is to realize that a pound of fat is equal to 3,500 calories. If you even track over a year, 3,500 calories, you'd find that you're probably slowly gaining weight over time because you're consuming maybe even an extra 200 calories a day. Mm -hmm. So start focusing, try and just become aware to the point where you can go through your day without having to track your calories. You can just look at the app for a few weeks, a few days, whatever it takes for you to become aware and then just start mentally tracking your calories and kind of keep tally. You know, if you're really trying to lose weight and be serious about it, then yes, you should start being a little more serious about tracking the calories. But other than that, 3,500 calories, one pound of fat, use the app chronometer works really well or my fitness pal, whatever you prefer. It's super easy. And remember calories in. So eat fewer calories than you burn Mm -hmm. and don't get too crazy with the tracking. Make sure you keep it on the low so that you're not overdoing it and overwhelming yourself. And again, there are going to be, the only thing that we didn't really mention is that there are a few instances where an individual following this formula, we keep saying formula, you know, it's such a, it's kind of a silly term to use, but I just like to think of it like that because it's simplified and not all individuals will have the benefits from this formula if they have some type of issue hormonally. So if you have, say, a chronic release of stress or if you have any type of hormonal imbalance that can alter the way that you metabolize food or whatever it may be, that can potentially make this formula not true and not work for you but that is very likely not the case yeah we don't want to get too specific on what exactly happens when you eat any type of food because there are things happening all over the body uh when it comes to like thermoregulation breaking down foods hormone release cortisol being released because you're stressed out and that does other things other things it's it just gets way too complex. It gets way too away from the main thing, which is just if you control what you bring in, you can control what you get out of it. Boom. Boom. <laughs> that was almost timed perfectly. Wait, you just touched my sausage fingers. Sorry. Yeah, you used my pen. <laughs> yeah, I almost broke it with my diesel fingers. <laughs> she had to use that with two hands. I <laughs> <laughs> I know, whatever. What are you going to do? That's Vertically okay. challenged and 
hands challenged. I don't know. I can't wait to hear Vic's complaints and about <laughs> this episode. It's going to be really interesting. Yes, please. And on the next episode, we will go live because why not? I want to get some live feedback from people. Ask us questions. That would be dope. Maybe talk shit, you know, whatever you don't <laughs> agree with. Yeah, we'll fine. I would like to know. I would like to know what you don't agree with and what you hopefully do agree with. And that concludes episode number two of Fit Mass Collective. And shout out, as always, to the one and only Ski Mask host. Yeah. And get on there and watch Offensive, watch the, what else do we got? I can't keep track. I don't know. Oh, Sports Mass Collective. We should have one either tomorrow or the next day, depending on our schedules. But we'll definitely be back uh, at least one more before the holiday season hits. Busy guys. Follow me at Juggy, <clears throat> at Juggy Haha on Twitter. And then uh, my Twitch account is going to be Juggy010 once that launches. So be prepared wow. for that. Your boys loser Twitch. I guess I should Wait, tell people. <laughs> no, none of that. Actually, OnlyFans. Oh, you're gonna jump into. I got you know Paul Fans. He always rips on me for having Xbox. Now you're ripping on me because I'm just a gamer. <laughs> Good lord. Now do you? you that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you can't sleep at night. I get it. If you play video games at night, that's really just amping it all up. Yeah, but now that people know, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what that was." Great. <laughs> You just stop playing video games, you'll sleep more. Oh, at Chick Mangioni. At Chick underscore Mangioni. Twitter. Peace. Take care of each other.